Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. Good to be with you. Great to see you again. Today we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics. We spoke uh, our last session about sin, and we defined the types, but now we're going to talk about how we overcome sin. So let's define what is a virtue. A virtue is an interior disposition or positive habit, a passion that has been placed at the service of the good. In Matthew 5:48, we see, You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. That means that we must change our way to God. By our human abilities, we can do that only in fits and starts. With his grace, God supports the human virtues and gives us above and beyond that so-called supernatural virtues which help us to come closer to God and live more securely in his light. Um, Blessed John Henry Newman stated one time that fear not they that life shall come to an end, but rather fear that it shall never have a beginning. And then we see in Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. So the virtues then build upon that grace of Almighty God. Father, we know our Blessed Mother Mary uh, was without sin, but is it possible even theoretically today for someone to be so virtuous that they don't sin? No, then we'd be like God. Everyone is a sinner, including Mm -hmm. myself, everyone. You're a sinner, Father? Everyone is a sinner. In need of God's grace. We need that grace of Almighty God and that help through the virtues and we need to bring ourselves back into that light uh, of God's mighty mercy. That's one of the reasons I love studying the lives of the saints, because they were ordinary people who had an extraordinary love for God, and different saints had different virtues. Right, and once again, we go back to St. Augustine. You know, and there, I mean, you read his life, and he admits it. You know, I was a sinner, but through the grace of God, I overcame that. And, you know, he, he, he committed such sins that were, you know, heinous that we look at at our time. He fostered a child out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worshiped false gods. He believed in the nature of things and, and just, just went about doing craziness. And then his mother, through her prayers, sought that virtue of love for her son. And that he realized, yes, there's something greater here that I have to find. I have to refine my life. And what he did was forming a character 
that became free of that sin and then later joyfully coming into the good and the firm faith of Almighty God. In fact, he had a mentor, St. Ambrose. Yes. And he changed his life around so dramatically that he actually became a bishop Mm -hmm. and a doctor of the church. Exactly. So, I mean, there's hope for all of us because, as you said, we're all sinners. And sometimes we can get deep into despair when we focus on how bad we are. Right, right. But again, by the grace of God and the love of God and the mercy of God, we can turn our lives around and we Mm -hmm. can become a saint. Yes. Yes, we can. Awesome. So question uh, 300 asks, why do we have to work to form our character? We must work at forming our character so that we can freely, joyfully, and easily accomplish what is good. A firm faith in God in the first place helps us to do this, but also the practice of the virtues, which means developing within ourselves, with God's help, firm dispositions, not giving ourselves over to disorderly passions, and directing our faculties of intellect and will more and more constantly towards the good. The most important virtues are prudence, justice, fortitude, temperance. These are also called the cardinal virtues. And we live these virtues in our lives, and we become then more and more in the light of Almighty God. Uh, Once again, uh, this beautiful quote here of St. Augustine, to live well is nothing other than to love God with all one's heart, one's soul, and with all one's efforts. From this it comes about that love is kept whole and uncorrupted. No misfortune can disturb it. It obeys only God and is carefully in discerning things so as not to be surprised by deceit or trickery. Beautiful, beautiful words. Well, again, you you make a, a great point is... It begins with a firm faith in God. And there's so many people today who don't go to church because they don't really believe in God or they don't really know what they believe or why they believe. Exactly. And so, you know, my suggestion is, is throughout the day, say little prayers. Lord, help my unbelief. Lord, give me the faith. Lord, please help me to love you more. Mm-hmm. Lord, help my lack of love and lack of faith. So those little prayers, again... God is ready just for the asking to give us the graces and the love and the mercy that we need so that we can ultimately get to heaven and we can help our loved ones along the way too. So I think it's important to, to that the, the uh, UCAT makes. It's a great point that we have to have that firm faith in God and then we can move forward and grow in these virtues and actually have that uh, willingness and that uh, wanting to grow in in different virtues. Exactly. So 301 asks, how does a person become prudent? A person becomes prudent by learning to distinguish what is essential from what is not essential, to set the right goals and to choose the best means of attaining them. The virtue of prudence directs all the other virtues, for prudence is the ability to recognize what is right. After all, someone who wants to lead a good life must know what the good is and recognize its worth. Like the merchant in the gospel 
who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Only a prudent person can apply the virtues of justice and fortitude and moderation so as to do good. Prudence, then, as St. Ignatius Loyola states, has two eyes. One, that it foresees what one has to do. The other, that examines afterward what one has done. So again, knowing right from wrong is, is critical. And again, I think today in our society, because most people don't go to church, they don't hear the, the preached Word of God and they don't receive the Eucharist. Therefore, their ability to discern good from evil, they don't have it. They don't have that foundation. No, no, not at all. So again, that, this is really important what we're talking about today as far as having that faith in God and developing the virtues. And, and again, the foundational one is prudence so that we can actually distinguish between right and wrong. Right. So how does one act justly? One acts justly by always making sure to give to God and to one's neighbor what is due to them. The guiding principle of justice is to each his due. A child with a disability and a highly gifted child must be encouraged in different ways so that each may fulfill his potential. Justice is concerned with equity that longs to see people get that to which they are entitled. We must allow justice to govern our relationships with God also and to give what is His our love and worship. And you just pointed that out. We need that essence to worship God on the Sabbath day, to keep holy that day, to go to Him. And a lot of people just don't understand that any longer or don't want to. They just pass it off. Well, we'll go to church when we want. It doesn't work that way. The third commandment says, keep holy the Sabbath. Therefore, we must then Give God what belongs to Him. That is, our being ourselves, our love, to worship Him as the Supreme Being. Imagine not eating and only eating once in a while, you know, once or twice mm -hmm. a month or once or twice a year. And the irony is that God made the third commandment for our benefit. And again, to go and worship Him, we're the ones that benefit. Because when we go to Mass, we encounter the living God. And we're able to experience His love and His mercy and His grace. And it's for our benefit. It's for our salvation. Right. But people don't realize that. They don't get it. And again, this is another great point uh, that the UCAP brings up is by focusing on these virtues and wanting to do good and wanting to do better and wanting to become perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, uh, I think it, the foundation is, is going to Mass uh, every Sunday morning. Exactly, exactly. So what does it mean to have fortitude, Father? Uh, someone who practices fortitude preserves in his commitment to the good once he has recognized it, even if in the extreme case he must sacrifice even his own life for it. Uh, St. Catherine of Siena points out, for the valiant man... Fortitude and misfortune are like his right and left hands. He uses both. And then uh, Titus, is, there's a quote here, For the grace of God has appeared for the salvation of all men, training us to renounce irreligion and worldly passions, 
and to live sober, upright, and godly lives in this world. So again, we see that the UCAT the and the Holy Word of God and, and the lives of the saints point us in the right direction, and they keep turning us to God, back right. to God. And, and again, a lot of folks don't realize that the longing that they have is the longing for union with God. They just don't know it. They don't realize no. it. Finally, Father, what? why is it virtuous to be moderate? Moderation is a virtue because immoderate behavior proves to be destructive force in all areas of life. Someone who is immoderate abandons himself to the rule of his impulses, offends others by his inordinate desire, and harms himself. In the New Testament, words like sobriety and discretion stand for moderation. Great. Thank you, Father. We've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini. Can we have a blessing before we go today, Father? And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you and fill you with his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Just a reminder that all of our past Faithful Father shows are archived at livingbreadradio.com. And if you need to find a certain subject of a show, right on the homepage in the upper right-hand side is a search box. Just type in the subject that you're looking for, and all of the shows will be listed right there on the page. It's an easy way to find any subject that we've covered here on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been your host, Tim Perry, reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.